Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. We saw so many shows this week. I think we need to start with a Carolee update, though. Oh, okay. It has to. We have to start with that. Just right at the top. Yeah, it's very important. All right. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update, guys. This is the biggest Carolee update that's ever happened in the history of the Carolee update. <laughs> we interviewed Carolee Carmelo. We did. It was awesome. It was great. It was the best day. That interview is coming out on Thursday. Yep. You can listen to it on Thursday. Yeah. No, no um, teasers about what it entails. None. <laughs> yeah. We just chat with her. That's yeah. all you get to know. Yeah. In her <laughs> dressing room. In her dressing room, you guys. She's so sweet. Also, her dressing room's all decorated. I don't know if that's a spoiler. Is that a spoiler? No. Her dressing We didn't talk about beautiful. that part. We just said we were in her dressing room. It was room. very cohesively decorated, I it, must say. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was all like um, everything went together. Like I can't, de- like my room is such a hodgepodge, you know, mm-hmm. and everything was like the colors were all coordinated. And I was like, I don't, I can't do, I, I'm incapable of that. Mm. Um, it smelled very nice yes, also. It yes. It was a nice cozy dressing room. Yes, cozy couch. We sat on yeah. her couch. Mm-hmm. She, we signed her guest book. Yeah. She has a guest book in her dressing room. She was like, I don't know what to, don't, you don't have to put your address. Cause right. Like, Cause it said like name and address. And I was like, why does it say, I mean, it was clearly like a wedding right. thing. Which and I was normally like, you put your address so that they can send you a thank right. you note for yeah. attending or like a like, funeral for a sympathy card. Our address. And she told us to write our Twitter handles. <laughs> so we did that. Yep. <laughs> uh, we were only the third and fourth people to sign her guest book. That's true. Pretty exciting. I hope other people come and they're like, why did those I people write their tons Twitter of handles? Twitter followers. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> All the people who come through. They're going to be like, I liked these ladies' comments in this guest book. Mm-hmm. You said, nice curtains. I did. And I said, option up. I loved the option up. But then I later I was thinking, oh, what else could I have put? I, well, I was, the reason why I made you go first was because I was. terrified by fear or paralyzed by fear because I all of a sudden was like I have to write the most witty funny amazing thing ever well sure (laughs) that's why I'm just gonna go with nice curtains it's pretty great yeah good I think we both did well good good I'm glad that I felt bad because then I thought I should have done another key change but what are you gonna do oh damn that would have been fun. That's pretty samesy to your option up true 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 and that's why I thought that because it was after I saw your option up yeah, no, this is good yeah. though. I think yeah. we've I think we did a good job at signing Carolee Carmelo's. They were nice book. curtains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her dressing room was adorable. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that when she came down to get us, she had tea in a teacup, like a real teacup? I did notice it was like that. a teacup. Yeah. It was adorable. Mm-hmm. Like people don't do that anymore. No, like, you they drink it in mug. a mug. Yeah. So you yeah. don't spill. But it was like an adorable, like four ounce teacup. Or even like a mug mug, because I'm sure more like you have a, a mug there, drink. and yeah, 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 yeah. She is so adorable. Mm. Well, you guys just can't wait to listen to that interview. <laughs> Emily made me send it to her before I edited any of it, so she could listen to it right away. Yes, because it was very, 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 very important that I listened to it. Yes, it's wonderful, you guys. I can't wait to go through it and listen to it and edit it. A I can't wait bit. for everyone else to listen to it and then tweet 
her about it a lot. Yeah. I mean, don't like bother her. No. But definitely bother her. <laughs> I loved somebody commented on her Instagram of all of us and said like, I love all three of the you ladies. And Aww. I was like, oh. I kept looking to see if the, I must have stopped because there weren't any comments. And I was like wanting to see people saying things like mm. that. Yeah, somebody somebody did. Somebody was like, I love all three of you. Like, Aw, that's cute. I know. And I called my mom last night and told her. She was like, what have you been up to? I was like, you interviewed Carolee Carmelo yesterday. <gasps> what? What? That I'm, was my mom's response. My mom does not know who Carolee Carmelo is. Oh, I've trained my mother very well. Well, I trained my mother in who was in all the 90s boy bands. So, nice. you know, it's yes, like a similar right. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I did, um, we were featured on a Playbill yes. article about podcasts. Thanks. So you guys are doing Robbie Roselle. Doing things right by listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, says we're awesome. I did post that on, uh, on Facebook and I was like, look, mom. And I tagged her. I was like, I'm on Playbill. Wait, you want to know what's hilarious? When I was talking to my mom last night, mm-hmm. she was like mad at me because I'm not on Facebook right. anymore. And she was like, I, you need to start using Facebook again because I want to share that thing. I saw that Patty posted she it. Could, nope, just wait. Okay. It gets better. <laughs> I was like, mom, I'm not Because she liked it. I saw that she liked I, she it. She was... You have to post it so that I can share it. I was like, mom, you can post it yourself. And she was like, and I was like, or share it from Patty's page. You're friends with her. And I was like, or go to the Patty and Emily Facebook page and share it from there. And she was like, well, you should use Facebook because that's what, because that's what my mom uses most. So she gets mad at me and I'm like, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. And she started complaining because Instagram wasn't working on her phone the other day and she couldn't check it and it wasn't working on her computer. And I was like, sometimes Instagram's down. And she was very <laughs> mad at me for not using Facebook. But that's hilarious. I told her to go to your Facebook page and share it from your Facebook because she was like... Uh, she oh, liked wow. it. As far as I know, she did not she share it. She hasn't figured no. out how to share it no. yet. A bunch of people shared it, though. She was very sweet. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yay, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, all. So now we can be like, see, Carolee, you did the right thing. You are featured on yes. one of the eight podcasts you should listen to. Yes. <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm. On to shows that we saw, most of which we can't talk about. Yeah, we saw a lot of um, like big Broadway shows this week that we're going to do video reviews of. Yeah, so. or they haven't opened yet, yes. so we can't talk about them. Yeah, so be on the lookout for um, on Tuesday, we're going to be posting our video review of the Heidi Chronicles because we saw that this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the future, we will be posting, we saw Something Rotten and Hand to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be posting those reviews when those shows open yes the one show we did see that we can talk about is <laughs> the lion the lion rawr. <laughs> which um oh, i was gonna look up when it's through oh, god every time you type the lion, lion musical what do you think comes up king yep don't you wish sometimes like sometimes i get scared that google is so intuitive intuitive and sometimes i want it to be more intuitive because sometimes you do things like just google the lion assuming that will it will know that you're talking about the off-broadway musical in new york city yeah and then it's like here's a picture of a lion and here's the lion king and you're like damn it google yeah but then when it does do something like that you're like get the fuck out of my mind google i know there's no winning oh maybe it closes today oops i thought it closed next week (laughs) 
So if you didn't see it, you can't see it. It might have, I feel like maybe it will have another life. I think so too. People are really loving it. Yeah, I definitely think there'll be a future in it. It's it's a one-man show. Uh, I'm semi-autobiographical, maybe completely autobiographical. These things are always a little fictionalized. I was like, I mean, you know, whatever. There's obviously like the the tweaking and your memory is your memory. Um, But I was thinking that in a few points, I was like, I wonder how accurate this Mm -hmm. is. But I would assume it's completely truthful. Um, It was excellent. I enjoyed it. It was really good. It was great. He's wonderful. If I were attracted to men, I would say stamp of approval. He's cute, right? He's and really he's got a beautiful cute. voice. He has a great voice. Super, super talented. Yeah. Especially that um, last, like the, it's sort of a reprise of the first song at that, the end of yeah. the show where he, it's like a very joyous moment. Mm. So he goes crazy on his mm, guitar mm, and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's real cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's real I'm cute. I'm glad that I identified that. Yeah. He's like pretty standardly like pretty guy. Mm, he could play he could play like a prince in a live action Disney movie. Absolutely. He's very like Aaron Tevedish. Mm. Ben Sh- Ben Sure. It's S C H E U E R. Sure. Sure. Benjamin Sure. Well, anyway. He's sure, great. you were great. He's adorable. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, he was fantastic. Zing. I enjoyed the show very much. Yeah. And I hope he puts out an album. I'd listen to it. Yeah, I think he has albums out. What would a, a cast album of his show? I don't think there's a cast album, but, all but the, all a lot some of I those could songs put them in a playlist in order. Yeah, I don't know about all of them, <laughs> but uh, some of them have been released. Great songwriter. Oh my god, you know who was in the audience? <laughs> so many people. I mean, a lot of people, but Lynn Aaron's. Lynn Aaron's was there. I wonder if he knew a, and if he like. I think you you said this yeah. when we got out that you were like, I wonder if he's like Lynn Aaron's. I hope she likes my lyrics. Yeah, well, because you know he's like a kind of an indie rock guy, and then made this um, the yeah. show. Right. And I don't know how deep his musical theater right. roots go, if at all. So what we were talking about is like if he knows who Lynn Aaron's is, she he might know how she found out about some of her work and not necessarily know that it's Lynn Aaron's, right. you know? Um, I don't know. People are talking about this show. You know what I was thinking about Lynn Aaron's last night? <laughs> because I, for the third night in a row, I finally finished Anastasia. Oh, good. I've watched Anastasia three nights in a row mm-hmm. because I kept falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally finished it last night and it was like copyright 1997. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is amazing and crazy that they were doing Anastasia in 97 and re- like, like 97 was a good year for Aaron's and Oh, yeah. You know? Busy yeah. year. Well, and think about the differences between those two types of music right? that they put out. Right? Because yeah. they're the best. I have to say, wait, let's finish talking about the lion. Can okay. we put Anastasia on the list, though? All right. It's on the list. <laughs> Great. I also watched The Prince of Egypt this week. Oh. I didn't watch any of those the things you told like me to the watch. only two things I watched this entire week hmm. because I had so little time and I, like, I came home and fell asleep. I watched Drag Race. That's like the one DVR show that I watch. We're back. The Lion. Rawr! <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to do that? Yeah. Um, oh, I, we also saw Emily Skinner in the audience. Oh, yeah. And Ryan Redmond. Right. There was, it was star a, packed and audience. we were there and star uh, possibility yes we were a Saturday behind a pole and we couldn't yeah. even see oh my god we the, were completely behind a pole how could I tell if he was cute I couldn't see his face <laughs> most of the time yeah but real bad seats. Lynn Redgrave Theater Lynn Redgrave Theater has problems yeah they just shouldn't sell those seats they maybe. just they need to do something about that situation yeah. there's really? two poles at the end of 
it's like thrust sort of. Kind of two poles at the end of the aisles right in front of the stage so that if you're sitting on the aisle on either side of that aisle you can't like when if we someone's s- standing in the middle of the stage you yeah, can't, you see, can't them. see them you literally all, can't see them at all so you're, I mean, it did say obstructed view. Sure, but that's so, very, very obstructed. I mean, yeah, thank God he like moved like around that. the stage. Yeah. He like moved around and stuff. Mm-hmm. When the lights went down, Justin, our friend who we were at the show with, like, because the seats are just like chairs, so he like scooted his chair over like four inches, and I scooted my chair over four inches. And I'm sorry that I was not able you to were scoot, not able to scoot where because where I was because where my chair was originally, <laughs> yeah. I was like I can see abs- I couldn't even see the chair center stage that I knew he was going to sit in yeah. at all. I mean, so. I mostly leaned forward and over, and I could see like half his face yeah. when he sat in the middle. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating when also when you, this happened when we were at something rotten on, on last night, mm-hmm. <laughs> on last night, mm-hmm. um, where we sat down and I was like, these are great seats. And then a tall person sat in front of me and oh, I was like, these are yeah. no longer great seats. Yeah. I, I can only see 50% of the stage, mm-hmm. tall person head mm-hmm. in front of my face. It's tough. <sighs> a life in the theater. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you can't see the lion. Yeah. Um, MTC produced it. And then it went downtown, I think, like on special engagement with right. them. I think they were still producing it. Uh, so I don't know. It's an easy show if he wants to just put it up. License it? No, just do it again anywhere, oh, 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 pretty okay. much. Yeah, you could do it at, in Joe's Pub yeah. or like it's mm-hmm. a concert type of show yeah. too. So you could do it anywhere. It doesn't need yeah. to be in a theater. So be on the lookout if, yeah. he, if he does it again. And Fantastic. look out for his music. Ben Sure, Sure. <laughs> sure, Ben Sure. Sure. Ben rur, rur, rur. Yeah. Those are all the show. Oh, wait, no. I saw something I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I saw an American Songbook concert, the ones that are in the the smaller room at Juilliard, mm. uh, where we saw Rebecca Naomi Rebecca Jones. Jones. Oh, um, and great. they give you free wine, which is great. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Shana Taub. I know her only because uh, my friend loves her from Natasha Pierre. Uh, I went to see Natasha Pierre with my friend Meg, and she was like, you're going to love this. She's my favorite in the show, mm-hmm. and she was out. <laughs> so I didn't even see her in Natasha Pierre. But when she was doing the American Songbook, Meg was like, you should really come. And you guys, she's great. Yeah, She's absolutely great. She's sort of like folksy, bluesy, gospely. Ooh. She had She did a couple of numbers with three awesome lady backup singers and then a couple of numbers with like... I don't know, there probably were seven seven or ten people on stage with her, so like a mini choir. Cool. She had brass. It was really great. Yeah, girl. Yeah, and like kind of quirky songs. She sang this really... Did she write them? or they? Yeah, were all, she's a singer-songwriter. Oh. She, uh, she sang a song from a musical she's working on called Robin. That was cool. all she said about it, so I don't know anything more than that. Robin with a Y? Robin? I don't, I don't think it's Robin with Y because I think they would use Robin, Robin with Y Hood? songs. Robin, Robin Hood? Maybe. Robin Hood, Woman in Tights? Yeah. Woman with a Y? <laughs> Maybe. Um, and she sang a song from a, a clowning show that she what? wrote some music for. Uh, a clowning show called Old Hats. I vaguely remember this Whoa. happening. Bill Irwin was in it. Oh, right. Um, yeah. I about that. And uh, was it uh, Signature. 
Yeah, and David Shiner and Bill Irwin was in the audience. And <gasps> when he came in, I was like, there's Bill Irwin. And Meg was like, who? And I was like, Mr. Noodle from Sesame Street. And she was like, oh, but not the one that died because there's two Mr. Noodles. Yeah, and isn't Kristen China with Mrs. Noodle? She, she's Miss Noodle. Ms. Yeah, Noodle? Yeah, yeah. Miss Noodle? I think Miss. Miss she's Noodle. their sister. Right. There's another Miss Noodle also. Huh. There's two Mr. Noodles. Mr. Noodle and his brother, Mr. Noodle. How do you explain to kids that he died? I think you just don't. Oh. Uh, I don't think they have done like things. They've touched on things like that on Sesame Street. I don't think they did with Mr. Noodle because both Mr. Noodles existed simultaneously before Michael Jeter died. It was oh. Mr. Noodle and his brother, Mr. Noodle. I see. And their sister, Miss Noodle and their other sister, Miss Noodle. Who's the other Miss Noodle? I don't know what her name is. I look her up for you. But anyway, she sang a song from Old Hats that was really funny and cute. Um, but like... I would be so interested to see a show that she does because mm. it's not your standard sort of yeah. Broadway. It's not even like once is the closest thing I could think of just because huh. that was like folksy. Um, she sang this really cute, weird song about a bear and an otter falling in love. <laughs> Star-crossed lovers. Yeah. So I would say go look up Shana Taub. She's great. We accidentally got into the after party at Tavern on the Green because they sent what? they sent Meg an email saying you got into this party and then we what? showed up that was like your ticket comes with an enter a complimentary entrance to the party so we went over there and we we're going to check our coats and I was like let's let's check in first because it seems sure suspect to me we're and we were not on the list, the list. Mm-hmm. but then they let us in anyway because it was just like a mix that up is so she funny. was like I have the email that is amazing. Yeah, actually, she printed it bar? off. Uh, you get two drinks, drink tickets, That's and there hilarious. was like some nice past hors d'oeuvres. Amazing. Yeah, it's fun. And I had never been to fancy? Tavern on the Green. No, we didn't talk to anybody. That's amazing. Yeah. I've never been to Tavern on the Green. It's nice. I thought it was close. It was like it was closed for a while for like a massive renovation. Oh, most of it, it was mostly restoration, and then I think opened under new management. Oh, huh. Interesting. Yeah. And we accidentally walked into like a wedding, I think. Oh, amazing. And we just kept walking around and then we walked through a curtain that no one stopped us. And we're like, <laughs> there's like a DJ and a cake. And we Whoops. turned around and walked out. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, Sheena was a lot of fun. She's great. Awesome. I think you dig her. Yeah. Yeah. I should check. I'll check her out. Look great. her up. Does she have an album? She has an EP that she was selling. That's how Meg, aside from being like, I enjoy this person, Mm -hmm. they were selling... Because a lot of the people in Natasha Pierre are are unconventional musical theater artists. They're like, you know, that ilk. Because it's a different kind of sound. It was a different music that that they were going for. So a lot of them had like their albums Albums. that they were selling. Yeah, so she she bought the EP. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I yeah. can't believe I didn't see any American Songbook concerts this season. That's crazy. This is the only one I saw. There were ones that I wanted to go to, but they were all at times when I couldn't go. Mm. That I was like out of out of town and stuff. I all I usually see yeah, you usually two, see or, two three or three American mm-hmm. Songbook concerts. It's a great series. Highly recommend. Absolutely. It can be a little pricey, but yeah. like but I, I the the seats that are in the back of the Allen room are totally worth the price. Oh yeah. They're ch- it's not a big room and like and it's a great view and mm-hmm. it's not like you know, even when you're sitting in those side seats, yeah. side partial view seats, it's yeah. still like it's great. The that room at, at Lincoln Center is a little trickier because Unless you buy one of the pricier tickets, you have to sit on like a big stool. Yeah. It's like a little uncomfortable. Right. I and they're all, being... it's like almost like cabaret type seating. Yeah. So you're all jammed in there. Jammed. It's crowded. But 
Free wine. I think I had an if umbrella you're that thing. when we saw Rebecca yeah, and probably. Jones. We, were really we had umbrellas, like, too. We had coats. Complimentary wine. coat check. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you wanted to talk about Anastasia. I do want to talk about Anastasia. <laughs> Can we talk about... That movie is fucking crazy. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. I know. I had seen I'm it. I'm like, oh, I love Anastasia. I probably have only seen it two or three times. Oh, really? I love the music. The music, obviously. And I don't dislike the movie. It just, for whatever reason, didn't... It wasn't yeah, on my rotation. That movie is crazy. That movie is nonsense. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Rasputin is like... Like sells his soul to the devil Mm -hmm. and gains magical powers and wants to like kill in a state. It's like nonsense. Well, I mean, that's not, it wasn't at the time an uncommon theory that he was like the Jafar of, he's like their vizier or whatever. Right. But obviously for the purposes of a a children's movie, they went overboard with it. The thing that's so weird about it is, A, I love Meg Ryan. (laughs) But, like, her voice is so distinctive that I'm never not aware of the fact that it's Meg Mm. Ryan. Oh, that's fair. Um, Which is a personal problem. Um, But, like, like, why does she, like, okay, she, like, doesn't, she, like, loses her memory when she falls off that train and, like, doesn't have any, and, like, doesn't remember who she is and spends Mm -hmm. her life in the orphanage. And then, like, when she's 18, it's like, I'm going to go find my family in Paris. And then she, like, doesn't understand how Russia works. She's taking a journey to the past. But but she, (laughs) she, like, goes, she, like, goes and is like, I want a bus, like, I want a train ticket to Paris. And they're like, oh, where are your government papers saying you're allowed to leave Russia. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, why doesn't she understand how Russia Yeah, works? that's a little weird, and I then guess. when she does, like, when they start, like, coaching her and stuff, being like, you know, do you, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make you memorize all your family members or whatever. And then she'll, like, have random details that they're mm-hmm. like, we didn't tell her that right. that person had a cat or whatever. Yeah. So then, like, but, like, the way in which she, like, does remember details, uh-huh. like, it's just so bizarre because she'll like remember things. And like in the climax when Angela Lansbury is like, Oh my God, I think you're my granddaughter for Mm -hmm. real. And then they like hug and it's like, she like ran. She just all of a sudden is like, Oh, I remember this thing and this thing and this thing. Like it's like, nobody's ever, I don't know. She's like, I don't remember anything. And then someone's like, do you remember your fifth birthday party? And she's like, yes. Oh, there was the, and then she'll like describe it in amazing detail. It's nonsense. It's not actually that much of nonsense. I mean, it's obviously hyper-exaggerated for the movie. But, like, if you have trauma-induced and or whatever movie reason they gave for her having amnesia. They didn't give any reason. she's essentially immersed back in the world that she was in, which triggers a lot of those memories to come back to you. So the longer she's there, the more would come and the more would... It's, I mean, that's that the Rasputin part. I think is a little crazy. Well, but, but there's things like when because she, when she meets, she like stumbles into the old palace. She's like hanging out with her puppy mm-hmm. or whatever, and Aww. that's where Dimitri, yeah. and the other guy are. What's that puppy's name? Poochie or Poops? something like that. Something like it's like Pookie, Pushkin. Nope. Oh. <laughs> he's a, he's a, a Russian writer, so oh. I didn't know if it was like no, a, it's, it's, a. I want to look that up because I feel like it might be. 
Also, it's weird that like she has an animal friend who doesn't speak, but Rasputin has an animal friend that does speak. That's true. Sometimes, well, sometimes Disney movies, uh, their consistency in, in animals. It's not a Disney movie, Patty. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> in animated movies, also in Disney movies, right, because right, right. talking yeah, animals is mostly Disney's right. thing. Uh, it's inconsistent yeah. over who, well, Goofy, fucking Goofy is a dog that walks on two legs and Pluto is a dog that can't talk and is owned by Mickey. It doesn't make it any sense. Mickey. Wait, can we also talk about <laughs> Bernadette Peters? Who's Bernadette Peters? She plays you, Sophie. She plays the queen's, like her Angela, the grandmother's, like assistant slash like shopping shopping person. She's I mean, like a I vaguely stylist. remember her being in the movie, but when you tweeted that about her, I was like, <laughs> "What? Is she she's in? amazing! It's so Bernadette Peters. She's just she does <laughs> a lot of like." So <laughs> I mean, I'd have to. I don't remember the last time I watched the whole thing. It's on Netflix. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> hey, Kirsten Dunst was young Anastasia. Yeah, I know, right? That's also, crazy. you know what? It's like also bizarre, like at the end during the credits, like like during the credits at the end of the movie, they have like, you know, it'll say like, is like Meg name. Ryan as Anastasia. And then it was showing like clips from the movie of the character Anastasia. Like, but it's all animated. But it was like Meg Ryan as Anastasia. Oh. Kelsey Grammer is that did other you character. Did you want that? What did you want them to do? Like show her in the recording booth or something? Maybe. I don't know. It just seemed bizarre. If you watch it, you're like, what the hell? Like these are... <laughs> You're still just show, you're showing me the cartoons. Mm. Also because it's like you watch the movie and then as soon as the credits started, it was like a montage of like scenes from the movie while it was like edited by oh. like cinematography and uh-huh. craft services or like, I don't know. It was like weird that I was like, I, I don't know that I, maybe it's a nineties stylistic thing that like during the credits, it was just a montage of scenes from the movie you just watched. Mm. I thought it was weird. Anyway, that movie's crazy. Yeah. That movie's nonsense. Yeah. One of our... um, Also, she like, at the end of the movie, she elopes with Dimitri. And here's the other thing I don't understand. Okay. Maybe because I don't know that much about Russian politics, but like, in real life, there was like, they overthrew the government (laughs) and killed the entire royal family. But you know that... No, no, no. But listen. So, in the movie... They're like, she and her grandmother, like, escaped being murdered. But when they're in France, like, like there's a part after she's like, I'm the princess. And she's, like, wearing her crown and Dimitri, uh-huh. like, doesn't accept the money and is, like, leaving. And they have, like, a conversation on the stairs. And he's like, I'm out of here. And she's like, I can't believe you're taking the money. And he, like, doesn't correct her or whatever. Yeah. And then there's, like, some old man servant that's like, bow your head, young man, to the princess. Like, show respect for Russia. And, uh, and he does, but then I'm also like, wait, but like, who is enforcing respect for the royal family of Russia that's been overthrown? Like old Russians who stayed in Russia, but didn't want their royal family murdered. But also like, I don't know, it's weird. It's weird because they're like totally, they are like royal, they're like a royal royalty to nothing now. Like uh, all royalty is royalty. Well, sure. I mean, absolutely. But like, they don't Sorry, have a country. Prince George. They don't have a country. Like, like Russia's like, if you come back here, we will kill you. Yeah. So, but she's like very, you know, they were still doing like, there was like a ball at the end of the movie. She like goes to a ball. Because and like that's wears what her they crown. know. And like. But who was attending the ball? 
other expatriates from Russia. Okay. Who like are clinging to everything that they knew. But if your country was like, we're going to kill your entire family mm-hmm. and exile you, wouldn't you be like, fuck Russia? No, you would be like, fuck the regime that took over the country that I love. Okay. I mean, I get what you're saying. Mm. Not, it's not, Russia didn't do that to them. I mean, Russia is all kinds of nonsense, yeah. but who, the regime did okay. it, you know? I guess I knew, I wish I knew more about Russian politics after the oh, fall of man. the czars. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about yeah. it. But I am also, I was just like fascinated. Yeah. Also I mean, it's, because it's all crazy uh, and fascinating. Everybody was murdered, guys. Yeah. All no, but them. Anastasia. No, all she of could them. still be alive. No, they found her body. <laughs> Also, because in the movie, she's like eight years old when the fall happens. Yeah, when she was she, like 14 was, or no, something, right? 17 oh, when 17. she died. <laughs> yeah, in the movie, she's eight. Well, just like Pocahontas. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for indulging me. Sure. Well, it's uh, adjacent. They're, Aaron's and Flaherty. Aaron's Listen, and the Flaherty. And they're, they're workshopping the musical of it. It was. Oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my God. Wait. I completely forgot about How that. How did you forget about that? I don't that? know. I mean, I think that'll be more interesting because I think they'll probably get rid of like who do you Bartok who, and Rasputin the bat. Oh yeah, the bat. And yeah, it's Hank Azaria. And probably the like um Rasputin will be less like crazy and magical. Maybe. I would assume so. Cause they usually get rid of the more like batshit crazy elements of those movies and Remember that scene them. where he sings that song with all the bugs? Yeah. <laughs> the bugs are like her, his hyenas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they fucking stole it from Disney. Um, from our conversation last week, we got a comment uh, mm. on our website that thought they might be able to help you with the movie you were trying to think of <laughs> with the black smoke. So they, the JW suggested, um, the never ending story. Oh no, it's definitely not the never ending story because I have seen that film and I hated it. I absolutely hated that movie because I read the book which, and it was like one of my favorite books when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the movie and it was like the first time in my life that I was oh, like, they bastardized this thing. I love crazy. I hated that movie because it's like real, real inner problem here. Uh-huh. Um, my best friend had another best friend. Oh, they, they went lived, to see it without you. They, no, they lived like backyard to backyard, oh. and um, the other best friend did not go to our school. So we were like school best friends. Also, the three of us would hang out all the time, but like it was like me and Deanna and Deanna's other best friend Megan. <laughs> Um, apologies if either of you are listening to this. I'm sure you are. But I swear to God that every time we would go over to Megan's house, we would watch The NeverEnding Story. That's like all we would ever watch. And I would be like, shoot me in the head. I don't even want to be here. And now I have to watch the stupid NeverEnding Story. That's hilarious. So that's my association with The NeverEnding Story. And I can't say I've seen it since I was a child. Don't watch it. It's awful. I, <laughs> I, I wish I could remember what plot-wise. There was something s- extremely significant that mm. they changed plot-wise in the movie that I thought like ruined the story mm. and made it made it like totally just bastardize yeah. the the themes and the the point hmm. of the story. 
Um, yeah. And then they like made a sequel and I was like, no, 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 oh, yeah. no. Yeah. How dare you? No. Um, well that was not the movie, but you yeah. thought that it might be, I thought it might be Ferngully, Fern which I need to watch because I think it might be yeah. that, but I'm not sure. So in Ferngully, uh, we were going to look it up and then we forgot. Hmm. In Ferngully, uh, it's basically, uh, avatar's origin story (laughs) there's fairies living in the forest and they're clearing the forest and one of the construction workers is like shrunk down to fairy size i can't remember how that happens but um and is like trying to bridge the world between you know (laughs) learning what he knows about these fairies and about the forest and the and the job and the world he knows outside and basically, they end up cutting down this, like, magical tree that they trapped an evil spirit in. And that is, it manifests itself as, like, the tar and the sludge from the, these, it is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Nice. It manifests itself as the tar and the sludge from these, from, like, the machines. Right. That, I, I just that remember, are like, cutting down all the trees. Ooze. Yeah. And it's real oozy. It's and scary. It, yeah. Like, really scary. It's like, bleh. I just remember it being in, like, the basement of a castle. That's not it. So I don't know about that. But maybe Ferngully's a great movie I'm anyway. Gonna, listen, this week I watched The Prince of Egypt and I watched Anastasia over three different nights. Next week I will uh, watch, I'm going to watch Ferngully. Robin Williams plays the wacky bat character oh, in that movie. <laughs> There's a wacky funny. bat character. Weird. Yeah. He has some great lines that my sister and I quote to each other all the time. Huh. Maybe they'll make that into a musical. I believe in fairies. I do believe. In I don't fairies. think it's a musical though. I think there's like music in it, uh, but sort it's of not like a, a la Randy Newman type of Toy Story background songs. Ah, but, but not like there's. No, I don't think there's like characters numbers. singing. Right. Huh. Robin Williams might have one because he's Robin Williams. Yeah, but well, I'm gonna check it out this week Great. on the Netflix. Do it. We'll check back next week to see if it was the movie I yeah. saw. <laughs> Like, oh, the movie in your memories like 20 years ago <laughs> like literally 20 years ago yeah wait what year did Ferngully come out um I don't know 95 maybe 92 oh, oh earlier than okay, that okay good 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 yeah timeline anyway yeah so mystery may be solved we'll see um, last week we really were dummies and forgot to talk about this amazing <gasps> thing we went we're to. Um, so we wanted to make sure we talked about it this week last Monday Two, two, two weeks ago now, yeah. if the day you're listening to this, we went to a presentation um, by the Musical Theater Factory, and not, neither of us had heard of it, right. which is insane to me Crazy. because it seems like something that we would know about. I, I feel like as soon as we got there and the presentation started, and they were like, "This is what Musical Theater Factory is," and we're all and then we're what we're all about. Both of us were like, "How the fuck did we know about this? This is amazing!" Yeah, I know, and it's like good, like good people. Not that they're bad, not that... What? Like, names are associated Uh, with uh, it. And not saying that people who aren't quote-unquote names aren't, you know, talented. But that's how you get recognition. Because that's how you get... Recognize people, recognize you. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, uh, So what Musical Theater Factory is, is a space where um, new artists can work on their pieces singers songwriters yeah it's all like directors volunteer based so basically if you are like i have written some songs and i you know like putting on a workshop and and 
you know, putting on readings costs money and you need to basically like have a producer putting money into it to support that unless you're independently wealthy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being a musical theater writer, if you're like, I need a place, if I don't, you know, just have a ton of friends that can come over to my living room to put this thing on its feet. Like this is a space where that can happen. And I think they said there's, they do workshops that are just like one day mm-hmm. that they can get a show on, you know, get, just get it on its feet a bit or like up to one week. So they're mm-hmm. like short and everything, because everything's volunteer based, you know, like I think it's a, an amazing opportunity. Like, Hey, obviously if you're a writer mm-hmm. and you want to like be able to get some actors to actually test your stuff out. But if you're an actor, listen, if I were like a musical theater actor coming to the city, I would be spending every day there because that's how you like, at the end of the day, this business is still about who you know. Yeah, And if absolutely. you get in at the beginning and start meeting everybody and now you have connections with those musical theater writers and they're going to write shows for you guys. Yeah. So musical theater yeah. actors of New York City, get the yeah. and musical theater factory. Yeah, definitely look into it if you're interested in being a part of it. I mean, I everyone should. As a audience member. <laughs> well, all the showcases. I don't think you can volunteer for that. They do sell tickets to their shows <laughs> because they have to make it sustainable somehow. <laughs> um, it is a nonprofit. They just got their like 501c3 cleared or whatever. But here's the thing. They've been um, renting space uh, uh, through a connection that they had with a porn company. Yeah. And um, the porn company is moving. So they might lose their space and they are raising, uh, they're trying to raise a bunch of money. They have until May 1st to raise $150,000 because they are trying to take over the whole space, the space that they currently have. And also the space that the porn company, so they can expand it. They want to have more rehearsal space. Mm -hmm. They'll be putting on more readings all at once. And it'll be awesome for them. Yeah. Um, but seriously, look in, look into this. Oh my gosh, we, it's amazing. We got like they did some sample songs, you know, from shows that had been work had been workshopped there, mm-hmm. and like, oh my god, some of those songs, I was like, hi. I would like to see the show immediately. Yeah. And I uh, would like a cast recording. Like, Absolutely. Like those songs, I was like, I want this in my earbuds all the time right now. Yeah. Oh, it was, a, it was such a, it was so exciting because when we got invited, we were like, what's that? And now I'm like, this is amazing. It's really great. Um, it just seems like a great, like supportive place. Yes. And we all know that the business is tough, man. Right. You know, even your good friends, you're going to go up and compete against them and things. And this is, it just seems like everybody loves musical theater and everybody is on board with that. Right. And so let's create yeah. some fucking yeah. musical theater. Uh, the woman who, who, the founding artistic director, Shakina Nafak, is awesome. Oh my God. She like, she everybody who was like talking about, you know, you know, testimonials, whatever, they had a few people, some of the writers and Rebecca Naomi Jones come yeah. up and, and talk about how awesome mm-hmm. the place is. And everyone was talking about Shakina, the woman who runs it, being like, she's the fucking shit. Yeah. And from everything I heard, I was like, this woman is fucking amazing. Like, they would- she was basically like, you know what would be cool? If there was a place where like people could make new musicals and it would be awesome. I'm going to do that. I did it. Yeah. And they, <laughs> you know, these guys were talking about how they had an idea for a long time um, to, to have people showcase 15 minutes of their workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then get some feedback on it. And they had it, they talked about it and they tried to figure it out. And then they were like, Oh, let's tell Shakina about it. And then she was like, great. Three weeks from now we'll start it. (laughs) Yeah. Let's like, we'll have our first presentation in three weeks. She's a doer. Yeah. She's a doer. She's like, yeah, because I feel like, yeah, that, I mean, I'm hit and miss with that stuff. Sometimes we have ideas and we're like, that'll be a cool thing. Yeah. And then we never do anything about it. And yeah. then sometimes we do. Sometimes it's she's like, like, right away. She's like, oh, you want to do that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, how's Thursday? <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> what? I'm not ready for Thursday. <laughs> well, I am. So get on board. I, well, I mean, I'm obviously crazy, insanely, but like literally this week has been so busy. Yeah. This week has been so busy. The only television I watched was Anastasia over the course of three different nights. Yeah. That's, I watch a lot of TV, you guys. That's like a very, I know I'm show. so behind on all my shows, all my shows. Um, but I would like, uh, as soon as I have time, I want to volunteer all my time to just chilling out with new musical theater writers, writing musicals. Yeah. I don't know what I can contribute besides being a good Support. audience member. Yeah. Great audience member. I give great yeah. feedback, I think. So I'm helpful. They might need like AV help. Can I be like a, uh, Book, a script doctor, a book doctor. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, but I just it's have, so early in the process. I feel like I sometimes know. I just have suggestions that would be helpful. <laughs> you know, when I see shows, I have notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and everyone else that sees the shows. <laughs> but I mean, don't you know? Don't say that you don't know how you would help because it sounds like there's help for you know anyone can yeah, help doing it. Even absolutely. if you just are a ticket taker, absolutely. or there's room uh, for everyone. Stand at the bar and you know I whatever. Can, I can do that. I can yeah. do food service. Yeah, get my food handler's there card. Boom. There you go. I found my purpose. Yeah, yeah. So if you have any money, or you know people that have lots of money, yeah, tell them about this place and tell them to give you give your money. You tell other people mm-hmm. to give them money. Give them lots of money. And if you don't have money, look into it. If it sounds like something you want to be a part of, yep. um, do it. Get in there. Be a part of it. And support musical theater. Support new musicals. Because we love it. Musicals. Yeah. Um, the other portion of the show where we ask you for money. <laughs> um, guys, there is six, I guess five days from when you're listening to this probably. Five days left in the Honest Accomplice Kickstarter. And you haven't donated yet, so I got a bone to pick with you. Why haven't you donated yet? You should donate. Um, It's such a great cause. It's super awesome. And I really want to tour to colleges with this show because it's awesome. Yeah. And I like like I want to get paid to hang out and do this show because it's awesome. And it's a great show. You know, I'm not in the company. Um, I've seen it twice now because we saw it last year before Emily was involved. Mm. And then I saw the more recent um, incarnation of it. And I feel like it's just going to keep growing and expanding and this money will allow it to do that. Mm. And I've, you know, I went to college. I saw the like shitty programs that they, <laughs> that they would bring to schools. Mm. Um, and this, this is a good one. We did it. So... <laughs> So, you know, I, I definitely feel like, gosh, when I was, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to really talk about it because we will review it and stuff later, but I saw Fun Home, the first preview this week. And like, as a lesbian sitting there watching this show about a lesbian on the Broadway, it was extremely emotional. And I was like, I, I was like, this is my, my show. This is my, me being represented on stage. Yeah. This is my people. Um, and the couple of tours that we've had of the birds and the bees where we went to, um, like Lafayette college and like had a workshop. We did a workshop after the show and like, it was so cool to 
be talking to college students or whatever who were like, oh, yeah. I'm a little, I'm a queer person. Look at these queer people in the show. And like that feeling, it's really powerful. So give yeah, us absolutely. money. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Also, guys, legit, like the rewards are great. Um, if you have deep pockets or know someone who does or like have a bot or bar mitzvah coming up and you're looking for a gift, a thousand dollars or more will get you an exclusive dinner with some fancy guests. And the description says, hint, their last names rhyme with Bean and Colger. <gasps> Eat some food, laugh some good laughs, and get the chance to hang out with some of the smallest adult Broadway actors around. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, guys, for $1,000, you get to have a meal with all three Keenan Bolgers. Oh, asterisk. Transportation and lodging not Oh, yeah. Uh, you got to get obviously. to, like, New York City. So either be them. in the New York area or plan that into right, your right, right, right. bot They're mitzvah budget. They're not coming budget. to you. They're, right. they're Broadway royalty. Right. Yeah, they're the Keenan Bolgers. They're the fucking Keenan Bolgers. Get it. They're right. like a gang. A tiny gang. <laughs> Da, 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 da. <laughs> a crazy uh, gang of kids. Crazy gang. Getting <laughs> into trouble. Getting out of trouble. <laughs> That's ragtime, in case oh you didn't God. know. So many should. I don't know. I think all three like, Keenan Bulger should be that? in a show together yeah. there where they play a crazy gang of kids. <laughs> okay. That's it. I love it. <laughs> right. I just all of a sudden was imagining like a, a play version of the Little Rascals with the Keenan Bulgers. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely, Andrew Keenan Bulger could be the one that has. Why does he have that little alfalfa? Piece of, oh, that yeah, he just has hair. it because it's funny. Does he like do that every morning in the mirror? Isn't this alfalfa? in the Depression? Does he have enough money to afford oh, hair gel to do that? Too much. It's, I don't think it's on purpose. It's like cowlick, but it's an extreme cowlick uh, for comic effect. Comedy. <laughs> yes. Got it's it. the depression, so easy things made them Oh my them god, laugh. and there'll be a bulldog? Isn't there a bulldog yeah. in the Little Rascals? Uh, I think it's like one of those um, pit, pit bull kinds. Like, um, not a pit bull. What are they called? Like Spuds McKenzie. I don't know what that I is. I know you don't. Um, <laughs> he's the Budweiser mascot from like the 80s and 90s. <laughs> um, they, they look like pit bulls, but they have long snouts. A boxer? Not a boxer. It might be a kind of boxer. How big is it? It's like medium size. Why don't you just Google a picture of it and let me look at it. I know a lot of dog breeds. Oh, that that's like a a pit bull terrier. Yeah, bull terrier. Bull terrier. It was like it's a pit bull, but it's not. Yeah, pit bull terrier. Yeah, it's the target dog too. They're like brand dogs, apparently. Cool. Yeah, I think it's that kind of dog. It's like bullseye. I think is the same or something because it also has like. Broadway version of the Little Rascals. I think it should be an English bulldog. That's too small. Why? Because you have to be able to see that it has the, the bull. Oh, is that a bullseye plot yeah. point? Well, it's not. But it's like if Alfalfa didn't have his cowlick. All right, all right. You okay. know, I haven't seen the Little Rascals in a long time. Yeah, like in probably twenty years. Oh, like the real Little Rascals or that awesome oh, movie that came out in the nineties? That one. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> They had they had a reunion. They all reunited. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like I think because it was the twenty re, 20th reunion last year or something. Huh. Interesting. Ninety four. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, donate to the Honest Accomplice Do Kickstarter. It. And yeah, <laughs> it's good stuff, you guys. Yeah, it's really important. Yes. Yeah. Um. 
There has not been a lot of news this week. Not a lot of Broadway news. Not a lot of Broadway news. Just shows chugging along. One one piece of news that was confirmed that had been um, rumored on this very podcast. Oh my God, what did we rumor about? A cast recording (gasps) of the new John and Jen production. I'm so happy and so excited. How exciting. I'm so A new Kate Baldwin recording. I'm so excited. I'm also just, I'm so excited. I'm just so happy. I only listened to the Carolee Carmelo recording like recently and, and my brain melted. Right. And, and... I just, I love Kate Baldwin. I love Carolee Carmelo. I love Andrew Lippa. I love music. I love musical theater. Yeah. Also, how exciting for Connor Ryan. Extremely exciting. Congratulations, Connor Ryan. I love like a, a new cast recording in your first, well, yeah. I'm assuming his first, maybe. Oh no, it's not his first because he was in Fortress of Solitude and they released a cast oh. recording, but this is like, he's it's like him. It. Yeah. yeah. It's just him it's and Kate Baldwin. Exciting. So what it's a still a great way to start exciting. his career off. And also Ugh. just, just thank you. Just thank you producers for another Kate Baldwin cast yes. recording. Thank you producers. Kate Baldwin continued to do all the Carolee Carmelo yeah. roles. And the new orchestrations or orchestrations for piano and cello but still um (laughs) the new arrangements let's say Mm. new arrangements new song that's being preserved um just can't wait now all i need is a production shot of kate baldwin and all that baseball stuff yeah oh god that that scene so good so funny and great and i hope um i hope they like have recorded that and show it to like her son when he's like oh. older and they'll be like, this is what's coming for you. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that show. So great. Love that production. It closes this, it closes on the fourth. So on if you fourth. haven't seen it, get, get there. I'm going to try and get there twice this week. Is that, is that a Sunday? The fourth? Saturday. It closes on a Saturday? Yes, it does. Weird. I know. I always think it's so weird. We just close on any other day on but Sunday. Saturday. I, th- I have no idea. It's weird. Mm. So they're only having seven shows that week then? Yeah. Weird. So. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to, I mean, obviously we're going to go Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm going to try and go um, to closing because mm. I'm like opening that day. So I'm going to just mm. go by the theater in the afternoon and see if I can get a rush ticket. Cool. For the show. Well, we already did our Carolee update. Then it's time for the Laura Benanti tweet of the week. Laura Benanti tweeted at 3.58 p.m. On March 28th. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, sure. I hear you. Mm, mm-hmm. And right are all words that actually mean, please stop talking. <laughs> oh, Laura. Wise words from Laura She's Benanti. So it's true. Just. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. Please mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Do you uh. ever think that the person who inspired this tweet follows Laura Benanti on Twitter? Subtweet. <laughs> <laughs> I think about this sometimes because sometimes I have things, people do things and it inspires a joke and I write the joke out and then I save the joke for like three days later. Right. So it's because not contextual it's, anymore. Because right, it's not even like whomever inspired the joke that I'm necessarily ragging on them or I'm subtweeting them because I'm mad at them or anything like that. But I'm just like, you said this thing that it made me think of this other thing that inspired me to write this joke that I want to tweet, but I yeah. don't want you to be mad about it or think that I'm trying to start a fight right, or that right. I'm, I'm really upset about it. Cause I'm really not. It's yeah. just a joke. Yeah. It's just a, it inspired me to write a joke. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I bet a lot of people read that and were like, Oh God, was she was talking about me? me? Probably not. <laughs> maybe though. <laughs> 
That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go go see live theater. theater.